cliffcentral.com. Let's get to Dr. Mark. It's always good to check in with him. Hey, Doc, how are you? Morning, Gareth. Hi, guys. I'm good, thank you. Pumi was saying to me earlier that she um, she loves this because she's, first of all, uh, having to discover things about the, the male uh, anatomy, physiology, uh, all of that it's stuff. It's not always just about the wow. male. I mean, you've, you've said a number of times. <laughs> it's not always about the males. No, you're right. But it is helpful because you have a son and you never really had to think about these things before you had a son. Now she has to think about these things. So, Doc, you always talk about interesting stuff. What do you got on the show this week? So, Gareth, actually, over the past month, we focused on women because it was Women's Month. But right. um, I thought that I will throw in something for the boys today. Seeing it's it's the last day of Women's Month, and the women can um, do with a gift from the boys. All so right. we are right. talking about erectile dysfunction. <laughs> that's a hell of a. That's a nice gift. That's the gift that uh, nobody wants. <laughs> the men don't want it. The well, women don't want it. You know what? Yes, no one wants it. You know what? The problem <laughs> with sexual dysfunction in one partner is that it causes sexual dysfunction in the other partner. Right. Um, and often we think about um, erectile dysfunction as just the inability to get and maintain an erection. Actually, it's so much more than that. Um, the majority of cases of erectile dysfunction that I see in my practice is psychogenic. Um, it's that anxiety around performance. Um, and the problem that I, that I see is that I'm seeing it in younger and younger men. Why? Um, Why do you think that is? Well, stress, number one. Um, sleep disturbances, number one. And then, you know, with metabolic disease, which is something that has got to do with insulin resistance and it causes high blood pressure and a change in your cholesterol levels and diabetes, is the new pandemic together with obesity. Mm -hmm. um, the numbers of those diseases have tripled since the 1970s. Um, now we're looking at a percentage of about 34 to 38% of people battling with metabolic disease. And what they don't know, what men don't know, is that erectile dysfunction or weak erections is usually the first sign of underlying cardiovascular problems. Hmm. Um, and this, this is a real, real problem, and it's becoming a problem in younger and younger people. If we think traditionally who battled with erectile dysfunction, it was men who had surgery for the prostate or radiation therapy for the prostate right. or something to do with um, the bladder if there was surgery there because, you know, but there was nerve damage. Now, if you give these guys Cialis, Viagra, alprostadol injections into the penis, you know, it, it works to a degree, but never completely. Um, now we have things like regenerative therapy where we use platelet-rich plasma mm. to regenerate nerves, to regenerate blood vessels, et cetera, et cetera. But you do not have anything that you can do to regenerate the brain. Um, 
you know, with that libido and sex drive that that starts declining. Um, and here you need to go and look further. So for me, erectile dysfunction, when I have someone in my practice that comes with erectile dysfunction or weak erections, we always start with a full-on medical assessment. And we look at hormone balances. We look at underlying diseases, especially if they have hypertension or diabetes. And um, then we need to look at the, the sociosexual part as well, that that anxiety that you have around it. And so, what, what do you do? Um, do, you, do you send them straight to the pharmacy to get some Viagra? Never. <laughs> no. Never. <laughs> so think about it this way. Um, we're coming out of winter now. So if um, your partner or mummy comes out of the bathroom, instead of wearing her long flannel pajamas in one of your T-shirts, by the time that you've taken your Viagra, um, you know, it's going to be down there for a long time before Mr. Midnight is going to start making how, an appearance. How long, how long does it take to kick in? Half an hour, 45 minutes. And that depends yeah. whether you've eaten or had alcohol. So, you know, but you have yeah, to take it on your way home. You know, <laughs> so, Dr. Mark, this is very complicated. For guys who, who are struggling with this, first of all, just obtaining a sign of interest from your partner is sometimes difficult to ascertain, especially half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour before. And then you have to, exactly. you have to pop the – it you just know, takes an inordinate amount of planning. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, what? If, if you are one of these people um, and your partner lives on, on a, a diary in a schedule, you know, what? This, this might work for you. But you know what? It takes the spontaneity out of physical relationships, yep. especially as we get older. You know what? When you're in your 50s and your kids are out of their house, you should be running around naked, um, having fun with one another, instead of depending on, you know what? Okay, I have to go and take my tablet. Now I can't walk <laughs> on the kitchen floor. You know, it, it's that kind of thing. So, in my practice, we always start with taking a look at hormone balance. <clears throat> Testosterone right. starts decreasing. Estrogen starts elevating. And both of those have a negative impact on two different sides of sexual functioning. The one is the um, libido, which is sexual thoughts and fantasies. And the other one is sex drive. Now, Estrogen is also going to have a negative impact on erectile function um, in the sense that um, you're not going to get hard because estrogen is a female hormone. You need right. it. Is it, true that, right is, it, is it true that men are also being exposed to high levels of estrogen in food? And in food. Really? So we speak about xenoestrogens and these are the things that come from pesticides which is on your food and they mimic the structure of estrogen you get it in all your your meat um you know it, the, the problem is most of our foodstuffs are now treated with hormones you get it from plastics um, which is everywhere and plastic around. is Both everywhere Bloody hell! Yes, so the plastic is turning I mean, us to, to the the plastic is turning I mean, us less male. It's turning you into a big girl. 
So, um, and that's the problem. Oh, so wow. When, when we look at treating um, sexual dysfunction, in my practice, in any case, we have six different modalities that we incorporate. One is optimal hormone balance. Um, I, I, I touched briefly on the regenerative therapies. So regenerative, here we look at platelet-rich plasma therapy and bioelectrical stimulation. And Pums, no, it's not taking the car battery and strapping it to I was about to say, bioelectrical, <laughs> what? Is bioelectrical. Like, <laughs> is that like on your nipples, like... Yeah. <laughs> no. Jumper cables on your nipples. Shock therapy. Well, similar but gentle. Similar. So, what, what do you do gentle. here? What do you do? Um, so we actually are the only practice in the country that um, was part of the international trial where we use bioelectrical currents. In other words, the currents that is running through the body um, naturally. You, you are a big magnet, basically, with electromagnetism mm. and magnetism and electricity. So we, we have a device that mimics that, and you know, it, it's responsible for regeneration of blood vessels and um, reproduction of cells. Think of your penis as a sponge. If, um, if you look at one of those little yellow sponges that you use in the kitchen, if mm-hmm. it's new and you put it in water, it sucks <laughs> up a lot of water. And if you take it out of the water, uh, it holds on to the water. And when you squeeze it out, all the water comes out and boom, it jumps back. That's a healthy penis because the yes. penis is a sponge. Now, when that sponge starts getting damaged, it doesn't suck up the water, so you're not going to get hard. It doesn't hold on to the water, so you're going to, get hard and then get flaccid again, and your size is going to go down. So regenerative therapy works on restoring the sponge tissue, blood flow, nerve tissue, and lo and behold, it gives you a bigger penis because you have now, um, this brings up, cells. So, so what about those uh, sangomas Pamphlets. Who, who advertise at the, like at the traffic lights that say, want a bigger penis? Contact... Wagadugu on this number, and then he'll make Muti. Doctor Mama. Yeah, Doctor Mama. <laughs> uh, well, what? I don't know what Mama does as long as she doesn't use teeth. So, um, <laughs> Gareth, um, we we go over to peptide therapy, which is a form of hormonal therapy. Oh, very and interesting. It stimulates the natural hormone production. All right, so of the like neurotransmitters, oxytocin. And that is what I use to bring back that horniness. And for patients who battle with shit, you know what, I don't know if this thing is going to work. I often use peptide therapy because, you know, if they're going to wake up in the morning with a raging um, erection, pee in the shower and still be able to drive the towel. And it, it just gives them back the confidence. <laughs> to, to so, all right. So, do, do, this is a lot. This is a lot to take in, but, but there are a couple of things here. So, first of all, uh, is it true that in order to test the strength of your erection, you should hang a towel over it? <laughs> Well, you know, is it a bath sheet or is it a hand towel? A bath sheet. Let's say it's a bath sheet. So that's the first one. 
Second thing, and and you kind of hinted at this just now, but you know, for a lot of uh, a lot of men, that there's also this problem of drinking and drinking. I mean, it's brought up mm. by parallel parking here. If you drink, it can also affect the strength of your erection. So if you're a big drinker, don't expect to be, you know. Uh, you know what? Absolutely, people. Uh, alcohol is a um, neurosuppressant. Um, you know, it, it it takes away your inhibition. So you want to approach a beautiful girl that's far out of your league, and at the end of the night, you take any girl that's still left in the bar. But when you get to that point, the brain is not signaling erections properly. Even Lush Shakespeare told us that. Yes, that's right. Even Shakespeare told us that. Yeah, you know, um, you dehydrated, you're hypoglycemic. So, you know, don't expect things to work um, that well. It's it's one of the reasons I think people get into a problem with erectile dysfunction. And there's there's one other thing that we haven't spoken about, really, that's quite a big deal, is guys who watch too much porn... I think they become mentally exhausted and overstimulated and they also start to have this fantasy that the real world is like what they see in porn because they watch oh, too much because they watch God, too much of it. That's terrible. And it I mean, listen to all these problems that men have to do. Can we have a little bit of sympathy, ladies? Just a little bit. Look at all the things we're fighting on a daily basis just to bring you that hard erection. Well, we need a man's day. Well, and, and, a ministry, and a ministry in the presidency. Then we'll focus on the boys and I'll give a gift to the girls. <laughs> All right. So, Listen, uh, this is a lot uh, to this take is in, a Doc. a lot to there's, take in, Doc. There's so much. And, and honestly, I can't wait to hear your show today because I think it'll be very, very valuable to all of us. Even those of us who haven't yet, because the word is yet, had any problems because at some point in your life it's going to happen. And then you, what are you going to do? It's, You're going to throw your hands up and. Very- you know, Doc, um, there's, there's also this interesting thing that they've done a whole lot of research in, I think, one of the Texas universities about precisely this. And they've correlated that men who have a very high sex drive are very often also successful. Men who have a low sex drive are very seldom successful. Now, that, that's not across the board true for everybody. But on average, on average, a, a high sex drive makes men better performers. So, you know what, I actually think it can go hand in hand with why do we have a high sex drive? It's optimal health and optimal hormones, optimal nutrition and optimal physical activity. And that makes you successful in all avenues of life. So they go together. If you touch potato, um, bad diet, blah, 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 just going with the flow, um, you know what, it. You're not going to have the same. <laughs> you're not going to have the same kind of optimal hormone balances as the guy who is. And you know what? I in my practice, this the thing. Um, I treat to create optimal performance in the boardroom, bedroom, and on the sports field. And if you live a healthy lifestyle, you will be successful in life. And you will have a high sex drive. So it's not because you're horny; it's because you're healthy. Right, but ah. they go, they do go together. They they manifest in the same ah, sort of good. environment. Yeah. 
All right, yeah. so so we're going to have to listen to your show to get the whole story. But there he is, Dr. Mark from the Tea Clinic, and do not miss the Tea Health Show this morning on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.